0: i don't know how much value i have in this universe but i do know that i made a few people happier than they would have been without me as long as i know that i'm as rich as I ever need to be
1: it's
0: time to
1: back once again with another podcast this is episode 74 um of the it's time to refresh podcast we've got um Burnley legend in today, uh, Mr. (laughs) Fluids. I'm going to big you right up here just to get y'all nervous (laughs) and out in front of the camera. Uh, This is LP Lewis Pierce. For those who don't know who he is, he's been around for a long time. Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't look like you've been around for a long time. Yeah. Um, uh, And you had like a, a big impact within the sort of Burnley Lancashire scene with your brand and your nights it's, like if, if you mention fluids to any anyone in the bounce scene they know yeah you know what you yeah. know what it is i'd
0: like to think so even yeah. though even
1: the more even the younger generation who who maybe haven't been to the nights and they know some of the recordings yeah, and stuff yeah. like that and yeah. and, and mm. yeah so how are we doing all right
0: yeah good man yeah good nice early start
1: <laughs> set off this morning at uh 4am to come here uh and we're recording this before he starts work so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh this is the earliest record we've ever done, and the first recording office as well. It's yeah, the best area. Really. Yeah, it's yeah, nice. yeah.
0: Rather than in the unit, it's uh, a lot tidier.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is going to look the most professional we've ever done as well. <laughs> uh, shame it's not green background, so then I l- yeah, l- we could have <laughs> just low green screen. You
0: should have printed one out.
1: <laughs> um, so just start as I start with everyone else. What did you have for tea last night? Uh,
0: chicken burger and
1: chips. Nice. Do you have any sauce on your burger? Spicy mayo. Na- oh, yeah. nice! The uh, the perfect sauce for it.
0: Yeah, the girlfriend made um, made it all in the air fryer with the cornflake crust on it and all that jazz. So it's nice. Oh, yeah.
1: class, class. Yeah.
0: Washed down with a glass of red, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: been uh, I've been dieting um, quite heavily and going to the gym and that every day I'm trying to lose. Like the camera adds 10 pounds, so oh, I look okay, like a okay, right fat right. fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I look 25 stone instead of 24, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, nah, um, and I've been starving, not starving myself, but like, I've, I, do you know when you just I love takeaways, I love yeah, everything, I so hold, yeah, absolutely. So last night I had a salt and pepper chicken and oh. honestly when you haven't had it in in weeks and weeks oh i ravished a lot yeah <laughs> i ravished a lot woke up this morning feeling like i had a hangover though because i was just like is this what bad food does to you for it? yeah so as i start with everyone else um can you tell me a little bit about yourself like where, where did music come into your life have you always been into the um
0: started when i was really young to be fair because um, my mum was a bit of a rave-er yeah um, my mum used to go to angels to watch paul taylor and stuff right okay um, so she used to come home with all the recordings and stuff so i used to sit there and listen to them um i was only seven or eight mm. so then so got- what was this
1: it must have been like 1993 roughly yeah, yeah
0: it was yeah yeah you have done your research
1: <laughs> man, <laughs> yeah. i know i i'm i'm rain man when it comes to uh, rave, the okay. rave scene
0: um so yeah it kind of started there my love for dance music and mm. then it's just a case of recording everything after so, the video when you could
1: and what were you listening like when you're saying you're getting the tapes and stuff like that what what caught you yeah?
0: I don't know because obviously then it was like piano house and stuff yeah. um, but it was just the, the, the beat of it and that's what sucked me into it and I was hooked ever since Yeah, um, it's been the same ever since really
1: so when you when you think back to them days um, what's the tune that sticks out in your head when, when you think of like your mum coming on with a new tape
0: <sighs> it's difficult there's quite a few judy cheeks reach evoke arms of Lorraine, um stuff like that so, yeah. banging <laughs> banging Absolutely.
1: um yeah so um you're listening to that um when did you sort of develop your your own taste then
0: uh, i think i was at school obviously i went through a bit of a trans phase um and as leaving school the scout house thing started. Right. Um, I was buying Wigan Pier CDs and
1: whatnot. Uh, are you Burnley um, born and bred? I'm from Lincoln originally. Right. Uh, but
0: I moved to Burnley when I was seven, so I'm pretty Oh,
1: so you yeah, pretty. Yeah, m- yeah. M- there or thereabouts. Yeah. I'm just trying to gauge what, what you grew up on because it, t- it tends to be in this area. With the CDs and tapes going around in the sort of late nineties, early two thousands, you were like, say, like a Monroe's person, or you were yeah, a Pia yeah. person, or Max. I was, C- do yeah, because you know I, mean? I, well, I, I
0: discovered the Pia CDs first, and then I found the Monroe's stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. so they're like more like the you would call it commercial, wasn't it? like yeah. more. They were more readily available yes, everywhere exactly.
0: else. Well, you went to electron. The- the shop was just full of it, so yeah. you know they were there every week with a new CD and stuff, and you buy it every week. But the tunes were still the same; it really <laughs> rarely changed. And, and then the next month they might have a couple new tunes in. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's how it kind of started. What I was think. your
1: first PC? You did you know? I can't remember that. Part. You can't remember that. No. Um, so, what was the culture like around, like you growing up then? So, like you were saying, it was the trance and stuff when you were in school. Was there a big buzz around it, like with your mates and your friends group and stuff?
0: No, not really. Whilst I was at school and whatnot, I was kind of on my own with the dance music stuff. They were all into Arctic Monkeys and stuff like that. Yeah. And indie stuff and whatnot, and Oasis was massive then and Blur. Yeah. And that was never really my thing. Um, right.
1: so I was kind of on my own, really. Okay. So when, w- when would you say you made your first music friend, as in, like...
0: When I started working in venues, um... I started as a glass collector in town at a big club called The Works at, I think it was 15. Right. I lied about my age, so obviously had to be 16. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's when it really started. So you, what, you weren't DJing or anything no, at, this not point. at that No, not at no. No. But I figured, well, I didn't even think about DJing then. It wasn't yeah. even a thing for me. Um, it was only when I started working in the club and started watching the DJs, I was like, hang on a minute, I want to have a go at that. Yeah. Um, so I got some turntables for my birthday. Some Citronic PDQ direct drive things.
1: They they blue.
0: They were black. Right, right. Uh, but little bits of blue on. Uh, yeah. They were terrible. You can. I think I remember them. Nigh on impossible <coughs> to do a mix on them. Yeah. Um, I think that was when I was seventeen, and that's when it all kicked in.
1: Right. So then, when you when you've you're working in these venues, what was the sort of music policy where you were where you were working? It was a commercial
0: club. Um, yeah. It was owned by Illuminar Laser, so it was it was commercial yeah um, but fortunately me my, my, the manager at the time he was from Liverpool yeah um, so he was also into DJing at the same time so during the day and stuff in the club yeah when we had a spare hour he said come on and we jump on and we go get the records out and stuff like that yeah um,
1: is anyone we know like DJ Myers? no it wasn't no 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 no, 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 no. right okay um, just just somebody who's, who's yeah, there, yeah 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 okay
0: so from then on, obviously started letting me doing the warm-ups and stuff and they weren't really warm-ups because i was going in and banging them all out at 140 bpm before <laughs> anybody was in kind of thing
1: yeah um, but what sort of stuff were you playing then apollo dance
0: shit, shimmy you know oh things, yeah, yeah all around the world stuff yeah, yeah
1: yeah oh excellent so and at this point had it clicked for your djing thing no. like no
0: absolutely not absolutely not was, was it million. literally just one in one out yeah, yeah yeah i yeah. okay, okay. didn't know my timings i couldn't do anything. I could just about beat match, but I was always out and whatnot. And, um, yeah. and then James Sempe came to work for the club. Yeah. Another club in town had closed that was owned by Luminol, and they moved him into the club. And uh, he watched me warm up one night and he came over to me and went, You're fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he took me under his wing and taught me the rights and wrongs of it. Um, so we spent hours and hours and hours in his loft uh, just mixing and then getting me up to scratch, kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Is do you not think I've said this a few times, but like do you not think that like it's good to do your apprenticeship as a DJ? Yes. No, it's not it's not a real thing, but No, but it
0: is a real thing. Get someone yeah. get someone
1: like under underneath someone's wing and they the show you the um the basics of
0: control, under, yeah and understanding it, up, yeah. You yeah. know, and not going into hard and I think that's a missed thing now. Yeah. Because um, a lot of DJs that come through now, they might go and play the odd event, but they've never been in the atmosphere to warm it up properly and yep. do it week in, week out. Kind of, it's a complete different art form.
1: Yeah, um, and they may be like practicing this set they're playing in their room, and it's like this is my big break. Even though they're maybe only on warm up or something like that, and they just come in and smash it out at 150 BPM, yeah, and, and it's like you get again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like it you was your big break, and that's yeah. it, and been and gone.
0: Absolutely. But
1: yeah. yeah um, with regards to it, like I think there should be a lot of like the veterans out there should be taking people underneath yeah. the thing. Like I'm by no means a veteran by the way, but I've had a couple of people underneath mm-hmm. me when I have organised events just and I've just said, Listen, your demo's been really good. Uh I don't it won't mind me naming. like I, I, Todd Murphy who he ended up getting a residency at the club that we were running events at and then I then helped him out getting a uh uh residency at um, Club one three five in Whitehaven. Yeah. Um, when he when he started out, he was just it was, he was sending sending me a demo, and I thought, oh, it's good. Like you can mix tunes, and yeah. the tune selection is really good, but he was he mixed it as if it was on like peak, peak hour, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I just said, and I said to him like, listen, I didn't take it. He's older than me, that's that's the thing. So it's yeah, it's a bit difficult. of a bit of yeah, difficult, yeah. Of difficult, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and basically just said this and this is how we do it, and then he come around and mix and 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 then. I purposely put him on first just to see if he'd like listened and, and yeah. in like taken in what what I've said. And to be fair to me, he ended up being a decent DJ. Yeah, And, yeah. and he's off for he's doing his own thing now, and really? that's it. Like you, I, you shouldn't hold him down underneath here as well for for mm. forever because they're not all they need to know is the basics and they need yeah. to know the the do's and don'ts. So don't you don't need to sit there and like this is my pet project. Yeah, and yeah, these, closer, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, sit yeah. on them forever. Because it just holds them down as as if they want to progress and be artists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's just my opinion, but yeah. obviously there is a time when you have to just let them go and do their own thing. Yeah. Um but okay. yeah um so how did you feel like did you know Sempi beforehand?
0: No, that was obviously the first time meeting him and obviously we we're still close friends yeah, today, you know, um, we still do work together. I still pop in and see him. He has a, a residency over in Nelson, so I still pop over there and see him on a Is that night.
1: the revival? or yeah. Your you role? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so. I played there earlier this year first, for the first time. It's uh, it's quite a good little... It's decent little yeah, setup, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it's, 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 for, of all places, Nelson,
0: though. It, yeah. It's not the nicest of places, but it's well looked after. Bobby runs it well. So yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. My first thought was, like, when I came, I'm like, this is just a total random area. Yeah. And then when you go in, it's like working club Yeah, but they obviously care about it. Like it's it's yeah. tidy and it's it's yeah. So if you're locals there, go and check one of them nights out. <laughs> there you go, free plug after <laughs> Um But yeah. Um, so did you notice things from Sempe that was a bit different to what you were doing? You're like, ah, that's how. It was. Like, did things click in in a way? Yeah,
0: everything clicked after a while. But it took a while. Um, what was
1: the biggest takeaway? Would you say from from a, a timing. Because
0: yeah. I I didn't use to kind of bother me. I just slam it in wherever. Go, yeah, there's always a beat match. Yeah, there's a beat match. That'll work. And yeah. it took me an, an awful long time to get out of that. um And all of a sudden, it just kind of clicked. And went, oh, there you
1: go. It's a nice feeling that day when you realise yeah. all this time, it's like, that's why it doesn't sound like, yeah. like everyone else.
0: And then obviously the <coughs> CD. And I was using CDs then as well, mm. and vinyl. Mm. I'm trying to use them. You remember the twin Denons I know what you're on about. The <laughs> yeah, ones? and it had
1: like the little... This yeah, the this yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, um when you were sort of learning the club as, as a club jock rather than like sort of just mixing, is there is there any sort of memories that sort of stick out to you like um where where you've played and you've thought, Do you know something this this is this is a bit of me, this like
0: I think what really got it for me, the club was closing down for refurbishment. Yeah. Um and I, I took redundancy, but they asked me to play the last set, um, and I got all emotional and stuff, it you know? <laughs> was that good, a bit, a, a, an event kind of thing. There wasn't very many there, there was probably 500 people in there, but it was still massive to me at the time.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, playing that, and then I went, yeah, this is what I want to do. Um and that's when I went off.
1: So how did you how wh- where did you go from there? Because obviously you you're a bit inexperienced in the whole networking thing.
0: Yeah, so I went to um, it was a nightclub in Paddington called the Empire Wine Bar. Right. So I went there and approached them, and I said, look, I've done this, this, and this, and they said, yeah, we'll give you a trial, um, and then they gave me the job there Friday and Saturday nights.
1: Not bad, not bad. And what were you playing there then? Uh,
0: the first hour kind of was. R and B poppy stuff and then warm it up and then it went into the full blown scouse stuff.
1: Alright, okay, interesting.
0: It was always a wild night in there. There's guaranteed there'll be a stool flying across the dance floor and glasses and whatnot, so it was it was, it was decent.
1: Okay, as Candy says on the podcast, can't beat a bandage at all. <laughs> yeah. exactly, that, that. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. Them jumpers are coming soon, by the way, they'll be on the merch <laughs> store. Just a quote. And it beat was a
0: yeah, cause it, it was an old spiritualist church, but it wasn't very big, so mm-hmm. it was on, on stage, and they built the DJ box for me, Um I had a 3 by 2 and some boards on the front, and just yeah. stuck some CD decks on the thing, so I used to trek down in my turntables, set them up every week. Yeah. Um, I think the wage was only 40 quid a night.
1: But it was exposure, and it was it was, yeah, it was, it was, was. getting you out in front of a crowd, yeah. regardless yeah. of how large or small yeah, it was. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um so good experience so you, you you're doing this and 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 whatnot who who's the sort of obviously you've said simply to begin with but who's who's the first sort of names that you met within the scene when when you were doing it
0: when i first no oh, okay so that would be when i had well obviously during the time at Luminov, obviously there's like marks of free jack and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that um but then it would have had to be in the fluids bar days and that's when I started to work with the bigger names.
1: So what you would went from, did you go from this? Oh, well, I went
0: from the Empire Wine Bar to a pub in Paddy called the Starkies. Right. And I was there for two years. Right. Um, another rough place, but it, it was banging, it was good. Yeah. Um, I used to play Northern Soul for right. the first half an hour in there, just for the oldies, you know, until they disappeared, and then we could build it up. Um, then an opportunity came along. A door lad I knew from town had said, this bar's come up. looking for somebody to come run it right and that was fluid bar
1: right so was was it an already open bar at this point yes it was
0: yeah yeah um and the owners of it wanted to change it up a bit so i went in pitched my idea to
1: them what was it beforehand it was still called fluid bar yeah but what was the the sort of um
0: it was still the same music
1: right but it was just needed a bit of refreshment yeah
0: just needs a little bit of a a change kind of thing yeah um So I put my ideas forward and whatnot, and obviously with my experience of working in the clubs anyway, because Luminara worked my way up to training assistant manager, so I put that across to it and got the job there. So,
1: excellent. Mm. So from there was was the fluids thing born, where it was just (laughs) like how does how did it start obviously it wasn't a brand first was it no no was was just a bar so what were when you say you got the job were you were you booking people every friday saturday yeah so i was
0: was the manager (coughs) kind of thing yeah Sorry, i've changed my legs i get (laughs) numb um so the first one we did so it was open thursday friday saturday and it was only open ten till two yeah and it only held i think legally it held about 70 people Right, but obviously, we'd always cram a couple of hundred in, yeah. Um, so the first one we did was a Thursday night, and we got Mikey B, Michael Brisbane, and yep. Jacko down, Master C. Um, because they used to do nights over at Never Neverland, yeah. So they came over to us and they did Thursday nights for us, um, alongside the, the fluids lads, kind of thing,
1: yeah. Um, it only dawned on me yesterday as well, um. Me and my missus were watching, obviously, you seen the Bisping documentary? Yes. So we're watching that and we're talking about it. And then um obviously for people on the inside, I'm recording two podcasts today. I'm doing <laughs> one here and then I'm going to see Sempi next. Coincidentally I didn't know he Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> so um put one of the old Monroe's tapes on just to listen and come on. And it was he, it was him and Sempi back to back in nineteen ninety nine, New Year's Eve. Yeah. And I was just like it only dawned on me. I, was like, now, I didn't realize that it's such a small small world isn't it I knew obviously about him doing yeah. uh, different venues and stuff like that and being involved in the scene but you just don't realize how much of a small world it is that coincidentally I was watching the this big podcast oh Jesus <laughs> mm-hmm. um watching this big podcast and um this, this sort' like doc- this documentary and then the the day after um, I'm talking to you there's a lot who sort of you he, 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 were on the scene when he was, and yeah, so
0: I mean, it was weird because we used to, I think, we charged two pound entry, yeah. I mean, we used to just give that to Michael B and Jacko, so they'd probably walk away with eight quid a piece for a Thursday
1: night. It's not bad, that is it, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's going to sound like an absolute random question, but could you see that he, had, he was going to be like that, that big just out of curiosity? That's no, just because, this is just more scratching my own interest, teach.
0: Um, because then. I don't think he was really... I mean, he was training and he was fighting and stuff, mm. but he's just a normal bloke. He was mm. just... You'd have never known what was destined for him. You wouldn't have known that. Yeah. Um, it was he just DJ just, Mikey B. Yeah, just DJ Mikey B, and he'd just sit there and have a laugh with you and just have a crack and have a few beers with you, and that was... Yeah, excellent.
1: I just I, I just wondered that, I, when I, and it clicked with yesterday, it was just a literal coincidence. that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going, and I probably know him. Yeah. But, yeah, because um, he, he, he references... Obviously the the area and stuff like that, and because this is such a, a small community, you don't realise when you when you talk about say fluids and you talk and you talk about all the other bars that's, and clubs that's been sort of local. It's all within like a five mile radius, yeah, five yeah, yeah, five yeah, six mile yeah. radius, and it's 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 just it's interesting. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, back onto your story with with regards to fluids, like what was what was everyone's got a booking plan? What was your what was your the did you just want to see DJ's or I didn't I've really heard have one. I their just, tips or I've heard that th- I didn't
0: really have a plan for say it was just right what can we do this week yeah um and then I book it for the month moving forward and I tended to only do it on Friday nights with the with the guests um Saturday nights with just me and a couple of other lads no MCs and mm. stuff um so we, we went through pretty much everybody in a short space of time yeah uh, obviously the biggest one was Alex K yeah um I got his number off Lely. Right. and he said oh yeah oh, there's alex care's number and we booked him i think he was 400 quid right so it was the biggest money i'd ever paid out for an artist and he walked in and he had a, a reebok tracksuit on <laughs> scruffy as hell and he looked in and he went is that it and i went yeah so we, we had Lab cd players with a little joystick on for the pitch bend yeah and uh, he came in and looked at me what the hell am i meant to do with them I mean, he still managed to pull it off, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it
1: was a good night. Excellent, uh, Alex Kerr turned him to a seventy-capacity venue. Yeah. Well, obviously, <laughs> yeah. I've not told him any of this. Yeah, when I, yeah. Him.
0: I just sent him a text, says, can you do it? And he said, "Yeah, it's four hundred quid per an hour." And i said,
1: yeah, "That's fine." No worries, yeah. no worries. You would not get him for four hundred quid now. I can tell you.
0: I, I can believe so. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, um, so when you were looking, so obviously, I don't know how much you're you're involved. As uh, a greater scene, I know you're involved with the sort of burn, the Burnley thing at that moment in time. Mm. When you were looking to book DJs, what were you going off the back of? Were you going off recommendations, tapes you'd heard? Or uh, I think you, once
0: you're involved, you know who's who and who's playing where. Yeah. Um, and then the likes of then it was you know the forums and it time to come alive. Yeah, yeah. And, um, was it Wigan tonight? I think it was. So you knew who was playing where, and you went for the bigger lads who were playing at Maxims. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. So then
1: you just booked them that way. So who was the first name that you got in who you'd never sort of met in person, but you thought this is a good get for us? Obviously, Alex is up there. But yeah, about to um, be like one where you're like you were buzzing just to to get them in your? But yeah,
0: there, there was one. Um, one of the first ones was obviously Pete Daly, very yeah. hypnotic because I'd never met them before. Yeah, um, and so
1: obviously you've their histories yeah yeah exactly uh, so
0: we remained friends again since ever yeah. since that that night uh, welly he was another one yeah I've never met him before so when you
1: booked them you were just like you, you, you knew of them and then when they came and played your venue yeah class, class yeah, classmate exactly that so how long did this sort of were you, you were you doing other stuff other than the fluids no at
0: th- so th- th- the time th- th- it was weird I was running it for a while and then I took the lease on which was the beginning of the end Right. Um, I, was, I was very young and very naive.
1: What um, years was this then? When, when so I
0: went in there in 2005.
1: Yeah.
0: And let's put it this way, I was out by summer 2006. Right, what well, <laughs> um, was this your
1: lease? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. So, but when did you start working there? No,
0: 2005. I was there, I had it three months before I said I want to take the lease on. Right, okay, okay. Giving it the big bill I am. Right. Um, so it had a bar upstairs as well, so I opened a record shop right up there and in the end it turned out the record shop was supporting the bar financially oh, okay the, the right bizarre.
1: yeah
0: um, so yeah it went wrong quite quickly
1: so, so what was the record shop called lp's records lp's records <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> excellent i like it um and were you getting like faces off the scene coming in to yeah the, to everybody the used to
0: come in um and obviously all the, the lads from bringing the recordings from the nights you know, yeah. Nelson Santos used to turn up with his every week. And yeah, Farrell turned up with his and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, we had a good selection of CDs and whatnot. So yeah, it was quite a busy little shop.
1: Excellent. Was there a lot of like, say, like up, up- and comers at the time coming in as well? And
0: yeah, they were. Um, Adam too we mentioned earlier. Yeah, he used to come in every week and buy his records.
1: so, oh, right. so okay. yeah,
0: there, there was quite a few. Yeah.
1: Interesting because it's good. how I was talking. This is another little bit of uh, behind the curtain stuff about the podcast. Um, I've been to Chris Clark's, you know, uh, oh, yeah. Total Control, a yeah. um, half oh, Total Control. Been to Chris Clark's twice in the last couple of months to record a pod, and each time we've just ended up sitting down and having a crack. And <laughs> and f- like the other night, you know, like I looked at the clock and I was like, shit, I've got to be at Sanctuary in a couple of hours. Like, yeah. oh well, <laughs> like so he, he's coming on at some point, but I don't know when. But um and anyways we've got talking and we, we him uh him and neil his brother um we'll just sit having a crack and piggy don't realize how much the record shop is missed oh massive right and um like how you would use it to sort of network i only call it the, the very latter end of it um and it, it was a bit shit then but it was still a hub where you'd like you'd meet somebody even if they didn't like right oh you're into bounce music okay well i'm into i don't know say yeah. hardcore or whatever but we can you can still talk about the mutual thing of, yeah, of and yeah, yeah. oh do you know so and so or do you know yeah. do you know what i mean and that's how like the, that that was the social network yeah people think because there's like instagram and facebook and twitter and stuff like that now or sorry x now um but it didn't exist then yeah but know? like <coughs> that's not as that that's not the same vibe as what a record shop a no. record shop you it's a, it's human it's yeah. it's face to face and and i like we was talking with chris and use this as an analogy people watch this podcast to listen to to um to get an insight into say like your life or bit into my life or whatever and what music we're into and stuff like that. This is conversations we'd be having in a record shop. Of course I think, absolutely, I Think yeah, like, yeah. like, and this is this is why I think if record shops were around now, no one would watch this because they're in, they're having their own conversations yeah, in the yeah, record definitely, shop. Yeah, yeah. So I'd like to think that this is the modern day record shop where you come in. I know you can't if you if you're watching <laughs> it, you can't definitely. have your input in the conversation. But yeah. you're talking about the stuff you want to talk about, yeah, and yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. I mean
0: it, it was good as well because obviously the seat of the recording then. Mm. Um, and I used to travel around all the record shops, like all around the northwest, and get to know the lads running because they were all DJs at random at the same time. Yeah, um, so it's, a think, culture, yeah it? it's a culture, isn't it? That's literally what
1: it is. Yeah. yeah. So, um, did you ever have any anyone come into the record shop that and you think, fucking, on, what are they doing in here? Like, just total randomer. Um,
0: yeah, I think so. He came up looking for an Elvis record and I said, no, it's not that kind of record. <laughs> <laughs>
1: class, class. Um, so, yeah, you said you took that on in 2005, the summer, and then... When, well, March
0: 2005, oh. and then by the summer 2006, yeah, it had all gone wrong. And so, what, what had gone wrong? Like, just finances, being young, naive, and...
1: Were you just going too big and too hard, or was it... what was the, was the I situation? I just did to run a business. Right, so it was just you weren't calculating the money in and the money yeah, out. It, it was a,
0: a lifestyle thing. Um,
1: because I imagine 2005, 2006 in a 70 capacity venue, if you're getting the numbers, you could probably sustain it. But obviously,
0: I was doing things completely
1: wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so how did that affect you then, sort of having to sort of.
0: Well, I went personally bankrupt because of that.
1: Oh, right, okay. Uh,
0: when I say I lost everything, I lost it all, kind right, of thing. Right, okay. Um,
1: and how old were you at this point in the summer of 2006? I don't
0: know, 24? 24. 25? 24, uh, yeah. it's, quite a, it's quite a... It's a young age for uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very it's quite a age. hard... Uh, yeah.
1: So, yeah, and and what... So what had sort of happened, you, just, you went bankrupt, and uh, are you still the same passion for the scene? or, or?
0: Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Um, it's obviously hard to get a job. Um, so there was a little link cartridge shop in Burnley where I used to buy the inks from, to print the posters, right. my own posters from us. So I went there and I got a job in there. Um, and then we decided, well I decided, sorry, to, to bring fluids back, but as a night. Right. So there was a bar in town called Calamity Jane's. Right. Um, like a western saloon type bar, you know, it had all the dancers on the bar, you know, coyote ugly type yeah. thing. So they agreed to let us go in there on Thursdays. Yep. And that was the, born, the the birth of the events then.
1: So it was, Did you, for straight off the bat, did you think Fluids, like it's going to be... F- yeah, absolutely. Okay, right, that's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, did you take anything with you from the Fluids bar to this? As in, like, a residence team or... or yeah, or, so all the
0: lads that worked with me in the bar, yeah. they've been with me since day one. Right. They're still with me today.
1: Right. I like that, I like mm-hmm. that, that's interesting. So who who was that then, names-wise?
0: uh nicky b my man yeah uh there was Coltsy. yeah uh harry and then the dmc's you've got uh b shock rj grimesy
1: nice um, it's not a bad residency no no it wasn't at the, the time yeah it's not a bad residency of that <laughs> class um so yeah so you, so when you said to the lads obviously you've this is this is what I'm planning to do mm. like he's in sort of thing what was the, what was oh, the... they were in instantly, instantly yeah. all over it yeah did, did they, like, they like the thought of oh yes it's back
0: to be honest I don't think it it wasn't away for that long It's probably only a month or two before I did the first one
1: was um, I... it still there then yeah it was. I mean
0: everyone was so young and all Keen. they wanted to do was go to events every week so yeah. it just happened anyway so yeah, yeah it was good
1: um, and then for your first event then uh, Calamity Jones mm. um what was the what was the, the idea behind it? Who did you have on? Who was the guest? I can't remember. Can't remember. <laughs> Should have done your research before this, man. Um, but yeah, um,
0: <coughs> we weren't there very long. I think we were only there four months. Right. So that.
1: how many events in four months? Four. We you didn't also oh, one a month. One a month. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not bad. Not bad. Mm. Um, was there any sort of stick out memories from that era?
0: The sound system was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we only charged. I think it was only two quid in. Two again, quid in. on a Thursday. Not bad, is um, it? But the, the crowds grew because it was bigger. Yeah. Um, it held a couple of hundred, so going from seventy to two hundred people, it, it was a good jump.
1: Did you think? Did you did you notice and uh, think to yourself, right, okay, like fluids is getting a bit of a buzz about it, like?
0: I did. Yeah, and the recordings were still flying out, kind of thing. um But then it was a case of what do we do next? Um, and I was away on holiday, and I got a phone call from the guys who owned Club Fusion in Burnley at the yep. time, which is now Mode. Yeah, and they said, Look, we've seen what you're doing. Um, do you want to bring your night to us? Um, and we'll put you on on a Friday instead, which was unheard of in Burnley mm-hmm. since the days of Club 53 closing,
1: yeah,
0: and the mill bar and stuff. And there was nowhere on a Friday and Saturday that you could hear that music, nowhere because it was. Framed upon in a way from the general public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess, Like
1: I said to you, it's a very niche thing, isn't it? Yeah, it, is. it is. Yeah, yeah, People are either into it or they
0: absolutely hate it. It's one or the
1: other. Actually, no, um, I take that back. That being said, it's not a niche thing around here. Every time I come down to Burnley, right, I swear, this God's honest truth, like um, last time I came down, who did a record with? Um, oh, there's a story about that. I was DVB as well. I didn't even go into the town centre. I just went to, to Dom's house. And um, I like, pulled up outside, and this guy went drove past on, like, a trial bike. Um, oh, yeah. And okay. the chair tunes were blaring, <laughs> and I was like, wow, I'm in Burnley. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, Absolutely. Um, the, I, well, I pulled up outside of... You'll know town better than I do, man. Like, um, there's, like, a, a, a barber's... You, you've obviously you've been through this street flying because there was loads of fluids. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. It yeah. was, ju- it was on, the, on the main street of, of Burnley, but it's, like just coming off anyways I, I dropped off and out of um out of this 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 barbers or or hairdressers or whatever it was um my missus have you heard that i'm getting up my little lad out the car they, they were going to do some shopping and while i was going to do a podcast i listen over and it's it's just a blaring 155 bpm oh, yeah. donk a lot of the barbershops tend to have a donk friday
0: yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah so friday's at the, the- <laughs> and i'm just like wow i in my in my area it's quite a niche thing to like it's popular yeah. don't get me wrong but it's you wouldn't hear that entirely, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah um sort of you've got the fridays at, um at fusion yeah. um did you think this was a big step up because oh,
0: massive um
1: this is a big club to fill in it so i was so
0: excited i was shaking i was excited on the phone call i couldn't believe it yeah um so the first night came i think it was september 2007 yeah and um, we booked Pete monsoon and
1: great dj coming on the podcast on. in the future by the way i
0: not know who else was on might be desire i think right um and it was a fiver in it was like the cheapest club night ever yeah uh, and i think we pulled in like 600 people Not bad, so it's gone it? from 200 to 60 overnight it was unbelievable
1: class um
0: and then it just spiraled
1: right. so during that time this is where i've sort of heard of years when i think i know must have been about 2006 actually when i first started hearing the recordings The the reached up our end do you know right, what i mean okay. so
0: that's me
1: driving around <laughs> you know, selling CDs at the back of the car. But yeah, um, the the CD packs like would, like they were being heard, and I just thought these 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 were a bit different. These because it was it didn't sound like your typical recordings. Do you know what yeah. I mean? They were they were a bit they had their own sort of style of what was going. Like I said to you before, like when I heard your stuff, I've always thought as fluid as more vocal. Whereas yeah. a lot of people are like maybe. The, the sort of harder yeah, um, yeah, the Spanish style mixing stuff big fan of the
0: vocal and the G's yeah. always been a big fan
1: of that yeah so whenever when I, when I heard it I was like oh this is, this is good this uh, it's <laughs> a bit a bit of me so I always kept an eye on what Fluids was doing and what like what CD packs were coming out what DJs yeah. were on and stuff like that um, what was sort of during the the fusion days then so that would have been what 2007 yeah to
0: 2009
1: right so said is, is there any stick out nights for you there oh
0: Absolutely, but um, obviously we're getting bigger and bigger.
1: Yeah.
0: and The club holds, I think it's just short fifteen hundred. I think club yeah. holds, so it's a massive thing. Is that with upstairs, or yeah, well, upstairs? Yeah, upstairs, and there's a, another room on the back of that. Right. Okay. Um, and so then we did. I rang Pete earlier and I said, "Let's do a, a versus night kind of thing. Let's do a fluid versus mum rolls." Yeah. And it wasn't long after mum rolls had burnt down disappeared. Yeah. So there was still a thing for that at the time. Yeah. it's the first time it'd ever been done. On a big, a big scale, yeah. and I just thought i would be the normal numbers—five, six hundred, or whatever. And uh, I remember opening the door. Well, the the owner rang me. and said, "You need to get here." I said, Why was so?" So I went running up to clubs the club. They opened the door. And I looked out. I've never seen a queue as big in my life. <laughs> and Class we went all the way down the street past the courts. Yeah. And so we had to open two doors to get everybody in, and I think we did about sixteen hundred bodies that night.
1: Nice, sixteen hundred people. Uh, I bet you're asking Pete to come back. <laughs> yeah, we did a few more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so th- the fluids versus Monroe's. I don't know if it was recorded or like I don't. I yeah, don't know yeah, I've so yeah.
0: I've got. I'll still got every single recording we've ever made. Okay. From, um, from day
1: one. Well, I haven't come across it personally, like. But um, so yeah, it's that, impressive numbers, isn't it? Mm. Um, you did a couple of versus nights as well during that time. I remember. You fluids and sanctuary yes we did yeah Uh, fluids monroes yeah uh, fruit fluids and frequency yeah yeah
0: fluids and frequency was on christmas eve yeah
1: um
0: which anywhere else in the northwest christmas eve is always a bit of a flop yeah and um so i got the lads down there the frequency lads are you sure christmas eve and all this uh, we still put six seven hundred people in absolutely some saw heads when santa's been (laughs) we've done fluids on christmas day right the old bar we were only up in 20 minutes but we, we did it and it was heaving um unfortunately there was an
1: incident and okay we had to close as well. <laughs> 20 <laughs> minutes i was thinking what well, have you been shut down <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah uh, mental fantastic in fact so what was the 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 end of that era what was it you said 2009 so what
0: yeah the... i mean obviously in that time due to fluids i've started getting bookings everywhere then at
1: mm-hmm. this
0: point as well so, so
1: where of, were you sort of playing then
0: i played sanctuary quite a lot uh, yep. up at syndicate Yep. Um, then Pete brought me into National Anthems at Maxims. yeah um, Toll Trees are played there for Clubland
1: These yeah. is some of my bucket list sort of venues I'd love yeah. to have played I've played
0: Toll Trees a couple of times for Clubland because yeah. um, I used to run Clubland nights at Fusion you see so yeah. I came on the back of that so.
1: oh not bad mm. um, it's just uh, when in my area if people were going for an away day they, I've said this maybe on the podcast before but an aware day to, to, to Cumbrians <laughs> is you were ever going to pier, yeah. Pleasure Rooms, Tall Trees? Yeah, there, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, and and
0: I mean, there was loads of other smaller gigs in between. And yeah. like going back to the fluids bar days, me and Nick were booked for Moist in Blackburn. Yeah. And none of us could drive then, so we carried record blocks <coughs> and jumped on the bloody bus. <laughs> <laughs> it was unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it's mental what you do. Like uh, when when you you will go to the end of the earth to try and yeah. get your first gigs. I remember when I first started? I, like, looking back at it, right? People must have just thought I was a complete goon. Like, um, I got booked to play um, in town for this this uh, this brand. It was like, um, it was like the Park reunion. It was okay. Um, park was a big nightclub. It was essentially the the, the what the fusion was to yeah. to Whitehaven. But, anyways, um, and I got played to to do this reunion night, although I'd never played there. Um, they were like we want you on the warm up like your style of musical work whatever and I was like yeah Yeah. no worries I'll do it and I I remember getting the bus down with my my CDs and stuff like that and like looking back on it I just looked like I was underage (laughs) I I looked like a little cunt and (laughs) like I just think what did they see in me there like if if some if some like 15 year old 14, 15 year old lad now come to me and said will you put me on your next night I've got the easy demo and stuff like that I'd be like no yeah. like regardless of how good you are i can't risk like
0: yeah yeah definitely exist. yeah yeah yeah
1: i remember i remember like turning up i always looked a little bit older as well like i think i started going out when i was about 15 14 15 mm. um i started going out when i was 17 Mum, i promise um she's <laughs> watching um i used to say i'm staying over at my friend's house oh didn't we end. all yeah, yeah 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 and then um so it was it was never an issue but the sort of earliest stages before I started going out when I was DJing in, in clubs I remember going into um, a thing called Gallagher's in, 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 by the way I was his nightclub there's been some really good nights there in the past I got booked to do a warm up there and it was like the dying days I think that's why they booked me because they were just after like any DJs, yeah, or yeah. whatever. so anyways I turned up and um, the bouncer was like what are you here for <laughs> you're not so like, here so like a sudden he goes yeah, you're coming here yeah. he says, no, I'm, I'm, I am my, my stuff I like, I'm DJing so I had to go and get the manager are you, you shooting sure? he's, he's like yeah he's yeah. right so the, he, he took me up the stairs into the nightclub stood by the DJ box and when my set was finished and I was going, passing over to the next DJ you just fucking grab my shoulder and then, <laughs> really? out. yeah, he wouldn't let me stick around for the next stage. yeah. What? Yeah, so I ended up getting the fucking um, 20 past 10 bus home. Oh God, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's yeah. been loads
0: of incidents of catching buses and stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, you don't realise how, how keen you were. Yeah, to do having it. big record boxes yeah, at
0: the same yeah. time. I know there was a night we played at uh, Amenity over in Rottenstall, at yeah. the Q Club, me and Nick had played, and we were sat outside on the record boxes, and I think England had played that night. Right. And there was some scousers drove past us. And they'd obviously, they were looking for trouble. Yeah. The next thing he's pulled out knives and all sorts. And me and Nicky V are running down the street with <laughs> record boxes back to the club to get in.
1: <laughs> leaving and, your record boxes yeah, on, uh, no, on bricks. Um, absolutely
0: <laughs> not. <laughs>
1: the, the stereotypical leaving your cars on wheels. It's insane
0: the... stories like that. It's nuts. It's
1: yeah. used to go on. So yeah, we were at sort of 2009 sort of um, era. Um what was it f- like? What was the what had happened to to become the end of that? If recession? I'm honest,
0: it, that 2009 period was that downturn.
1: Yeah, it was the start, it was the beginning of the recession, wasn't it? Yeah. So,
0: um, the recession was coming, the, the music was kind of f- filtering, fading away, yeah. event numbers started to drop. Um, it was kind of quite depressing, really, to yeah. watching it all happen. The whole town as a whole started to suffer. Yeah. Because um, you used to be able to go out in Burnley Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it'd be heaving. Yeah. And the nights just started disappearing one by one. Um, and it was just kind of do I carry on? Because I think I'd lost money on one of the events, so I'd gone from
1: big numbers, big numbers uh,
0: to next to nothing. And I went, something's got to give. Yeah. Uh, so I had a couple of months out. I said, we'll just leave it for a couple of months. And then the club shut anyway. Right. Changed hands a couple of times. Yeah. And I just... I think the New owners after them, renamed it Playhouse. And I went to have a meeting with them and he just looked at me and went, you're not coming back in here. He
1: shut the door. That that was the end of it for a while. I love Um, it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, um, that's just terrible, isn't it? It's just, it's... I think during... Right, from from my perspective anyways you might not agree but I remember in like 2010 sort of even going forward to about 2013 if you were known to be liking bounce music and into bounce and into the, that yeah, sort you of were style frowned upon. yeah it was like yeah. not a chance are you uh, yeah. anything to do with the brand yeah. I was I remember at the time I was playing a bit of house music as well and nowhere would have me because it's like you're that bounced you're yeah. a bounce stage, yeah. Mm. like if you start playing this stuff yeah like well, they yeah. had a residency
0: as well at the same time well a couple of residencies in burn like yeah at the same time as doing all this um there was a place in town called bb11 you know i remember going in to see the manager and i didn't know him at the time yeah and i used to meet a couple of friends in there every saturday and we got chatting and he went i, I can't employ Lewis because you play that music I said I don't just play that music it took me a long time to persuade him yeah and so I have in the end I was there seven years
1: not um, bad is it <laughs> not bad and it was only
0: Thursday nights but yeah. it, it was easier way and I remember him saying to me one night he said I was wrong about you, Lewis he, yeah. he said you might like that music he said, but it's not how you come across yeah you know um, but you do get a stigma so if you are seen to be quite big in that scene playing that type of music yeah it's very very difficult to get other
1: work, if yeah, that makes sense. Oh, absolutely, yeah. If you're known as that guy who puts bounce nights on, yeah. or that guy is affiliated with it, you 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 tend to be really popular when the music becomes comes around again. It's really popular. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's we'll have you on this night because you know what, what the thing is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as soon as it's not popular, you're like you're like a bad smell. Yes, Do you know exactly what I mean. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so sort of two two thousand and nine going forward. We didn't, you're not running the nights, was it Was it just dj at this point?
0: Yeah, um, so I was at BB11 for quite some time, and then, when, what year would it be? Me? It has just had its 10th birthday, so that's 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, it opened there and I moved there for a Saturday residency, um, which was all house retro um, and whatnot. There wasn't a bounce tuning site, but... Yeah. And I was there for five years, and in the end, that's the point where i said I'd had enough. Yeah. I'd become stagnant with it, playing the same songs every week to the yeah.
1: same crowd. can burn you out as well. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a hard... People think when you're a DJ, it's, it's oh, look, he's just having fun. He'd probably... It's, it, this isn't work.
0: It can become mind-numbingly boring. Yeah. And then, I always said when I was younger, I said, if it ever becomes a chore... Yeah then he's got
1: to stop. And it's because you, you become like a nocturnal creature as well. It's like, you, you find yourself you having less sleep. It's like, last Saturday, I had a gig, didn't get home until, uh, I think it was six o'clock in the morning, and I went to go and lie down, and my little lad got up, and it's mm-hmm. the start of the day for him, even though I've just yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So as I say, he's one of he's one of his crumpets, and I'm yeah. just like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, here we go. And yeah. you don't realise if you do that. Luckily, I don't DJ every weekend. But if you did that every weekend, you'd be you'd be burnt out. Yeah, you'd yeah. be. Soon catches up. Absolutely. Well, the, as well, I've noticed with DJing when you when you play, you'll play say maybe this place a couple of times a year, this place a couple of times a year, and before you know it, the years are just gone by, and it's yeah. like oh I've been playing in this club X amount of years, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't realise it, but then when you when the realisation comes around that fucking hell, I've been in this for a while now, yeah, that's when like the burnout comes and you you feel like fuck, like it is yeah. starting to become a bit stagnant. This and yes, nothing's changed because because no. it, it feels like six months and it's been five years. Yeah. And it's like whoa, exactly, yeah. But you know, yeah, you
0: can be buying all this new music and stuff, and it's just not a thing.
1: It's because once you're in the once you're in the cycle and the loop's gone, yeah. you don't realise that to everyone else they've i've always said said this so many times on the podcast the six-month cycle when you if you went out say we'll say it's 2008 and it's fluids you've got events on right in a six-month period you've you've got a different clientele in the next six months because there's the next 18 year olds coming up and then there's the people who settle down have kids and stuff like that The the amount of people i've seen come and go from the music industry where it's like they've come in they've dabbled for a bit and then they've had yeah. kids and sort of settled yeah, yeah, down yeah, yeah. and it's like you don't you don't realize how fast time's going by yeah. until you see these people and it's like
0: i mean that's what we, we did the fluids under 18s as well so fusion yeah um, and we did that because of that um because clientele moves on pretty quicker than what you realize yeah um, you get the odd few that are <coughs> there through the duration but yeah, yeah so we'd started the under 18s to capture that
1: yeah
0: uh, and that was insane um, yeah. every wednesday the would a thousand kids stood outside class unbelievable class. Just, i don't know how or why it worked it just worked um Amazing. It
1: was good i like it yeah. um so you got you you said you finished you you were it was 2013 there but go back when you did a uh, so fusion must have opened back up but you did fluids and sopranos Oct- yeah, october 2012 wasn't it Yeah,
0: it changed hands again
1: i could be wrong with them dates but uh. you no
0: know, you probably you did you are right yeah. um changed hands again uh, another couple had taken the club on yeah. and they invited me back um, and they only knew that I was there because my painting was on the bloody wall
1: Right. <laughs> so okay. ran the
0: clubs used to have um, all the famous DJs that had played yeah. and they had all um, paintings of them so mine was stuck on the wall in between I think it was Fergie and Judge Jules uh, it was absolute insane seeing it, it was like, why am I there? Um, A rose between two thorns Yeah, exactly <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so they yeah, they invited us back so that's... We, uh, and sopranos was an up-and-coming thing then mm-hmm. um so i said about let's do it because fluids had been away for quite some time yeah like we need to do something that's relevant it's gonna
1: get it's gonna get both it's gonna get the lapsed forever, it's gonna get the, the yeah new, so it new needed new to like. be
0: relevant and, and yeah. moving forward so that's why we did that uh, and then i said i'd look at coming back again because it would seem things are picking up again yeah uh, but then it changed hands again
1: so right okay <laughs> so then um sort of skip forward a few years you're doing doing various bits as you say you had your residences in town and whatnot Mm -hmm. um was there any times that you were getting booked for any bounce gigs or like that during from say 2013 to say the pandemic no nothing at all no
0: no No, because i pretty much said i don't want to do it yeah um i pretty much come out and said that uh because i would fallen out of love with it uh, yeah as same as um that's why we
1: haven't crossed paths mate because i didn't start playing in this area until about 2012 13 mm. so you'd have probably been i've I was gone yeah, yeah, I was gone. yeah. <laughs> so yeah I
0: was enjoying retirement so sort to of speak
1: <laughs> but yeah um so that's why like when i met you this morning it's like i can't believe I've never crossed yeah, paths absolutely. but it's only been probably post pandemic that we probably had the chance to cross paths yeah um so obviously coming up to say like the pandemic era then before before everything closed what were you on with were you dj wise like nothing oh uh, did you didn't know no no, no. no no
0: once I, i'd been at mojito's five years yeah um and once i stopped that i just wasn't interested really so what was
1: that 2018 you finished mm, there yeah right, I, just, okay. I
0: just lost all the love for it kind of thing so I just packed everything away and as you've just walked through my unit you've probably seen the vinyl collection on the shelves yeah. stacked
1: up um, so I've got a, a question that might <sighs> I'd love to ask people this who've, who've stepped away from the scene did you keep an eye on what was going on like f- yeah from a distance yeah. so of? you
0: do you can't let go of that
1: yeah i oh, was just interesting because there's, yeah. there's not many people you meet who've had long breaks there's, there's people who've maybe gone for six months and came back but that's mm-hmm. not a break is it really no. um, but like you had a big stint without doing anything so were, so were you just keeping an eye on what was sort of
0: well you just peruse through social media don't you, you just have a look and see who's doing what and yeah. what's going on where and you go oh yeah that looks interesting you know, yeah. well, you know and you, you see some of the old guard are still bang at it you know? yeah. you've kept it going yeah since day dot you know like farrell he's never stopped once has he yeah um so yeah i always keep my eye on it and i, I kept in contact with a lot of djs because we've become friends or yeah. like i had to do the printing or, or whatnot so
1: we'll get into the print and then so when did this start
0: um so yeah mm. when i went bankrupt and I, I got the job at the ink shop mm. um i ended up buying it
1: mm.
0: and i thought there's something here and i bought a photocopier then I started doing bits of posters for people and stuff like that, and it just grew and grew and grew. Um, then we we outgrew the shop that we we're in, so then we moved into an office block above Mojitos. Right. Okay. Then the pandemic hit.
1: Right. Okay. Took so so then, time. Uh, What what? So it's been your full time job since you went into that cartridge shop. Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's good.
0: Um... Though. To squeaky bum time with the pandemic, yeah. and I thought, Oh my god, what am I gonna do? And as print class of manufacturing, so you can stay open, you can trade, yeah. And uh, so I started printing the floor graphics, you know, the two meters apart things, the oh, what sorry, two meters, keep two meters Oh, difference. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started yeah, yeah. printing those, and I managed to get myself number one on Google,
1: right? Okay. For it,
0: um, and it just went insane. 14-hour uh, days, seven days a week. Wow. I think we did three years of turnover in four months. Wow. And uh, so that's what paid for the move down here and carried ever since.
1: This is what you call capitalised off a pandemic. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> <laughs> right, The politicians who, 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 who capitalise off war and uh, illness and stuff like that, yeah. uh, just get into the printing business. Yeah, it's it. it's less guilt. <laughs> 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 nah, I want to joke uh, yeah. I'm not. If it's there, uh, <laughs> yeah. if it's uh, <laughs> there, uh, mate, like, fucking oh, you if, you're, if you're all willing to work it. 14 hours a day seven days a week then fucking fair play to you, you know you, what you i mean you've
0: got to do you have to do what you need to do to survive don't you yeah in essence
1: so well. when would you say like this is this is a bit of a personal question like but when would you say that you you thought the business really established itself like
0: the pandemic really uh, and that's it where is. it's but i mean it, it's always been quite a busy place anyway but that was all majority of the work at the time Came from people I've met in the music
1: industry. I was going to ask you this in my next question. So a bit of trivia for you um, that you can sort of let the the people have an insight to. What's who's the sort of brands or DJs that you've worked with in printing wise that that's been customers? Is a there... uh,
0: well obviously Sanctuary. Um... Yeah. So you
1: what you print there. Yeah, th- I've
0: done quite a bit for Sanctuary, BTID. Yeah. Uh, I still do bits for them now. Yeah. Um, and obviously all the clubs and bars in town and stuff I still do all that. So
1: Excellent. It's yeah. nice. There you go. So if you And even st- like
0: customers and stuff from yeah. events. Oh. You right, get to okay. know them and then it turns out that they have really good jobs and stuff. Yeah, 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 you get yeah, to yeah. know them and then you start doing work for them in that way. So it's it, it all kind of It's a big network, isn't yeah, it? Yeah of course it is.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're ever if you ever a Sanctuary event and think fucking hell, that looks like a nice big logo there. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's where it came from. <laughs> but yeah, um, so the pandemic hit you you grafted away. So at this point, you probably got no time for music. Uh, None at all, mate. None no. at all.
0: Everything was packed away. Um, okay. And it's only just recently that it
1: started to reappear again. So go on then, talk me through it. the The pandemic's been and gone. Mm-hmm. You've everything's opened back up. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go from my perspective, so just, if I'm wrong, correct me. Um, i seen a Fluids reunion flyer actually, pop but up. we did.
0: The first Fluids reunion, before the pandemic. Um, it rings a bell, actually, that. it's was yeah. the 14th birthday. Yes, yes, I did see yeah. that, yeah, I remember. Um, which was absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. Insane. And then, obviously, the pandemic hit, and I had another one planned during the pandemic for the next birthday because I think that's the way I'm going with it now it's yeah. a once a year thing yeah um it's too much to do it any other I haven't got the time
1: yeah yeah um, and it makes it feel special as well like yeah. it's just, it's um you don't want to oversaturate or something you yeah. know what I mean it's like i feel like if some brands that have come back as a reunion if they're doing an event here, there, and everywhere, it's no longer a reunion. It's is not a it? reunion. Yeah, it's it's yeah, an active I agree. Club Yeah, So if you do a reunion once, twice a year at the max, mm-hmm. um, it's like a special event, isn't it? Yeah, it's like The way I see, it, uh, it sounds daft, but uh, do you like wrestling at all? Not my thing. Okay, people. The no. p- people will get the reference who, who like wrestling. Okay. So you can you can go to get you your weekly Friday Night Smackdown or Monday Night Raw, yeah. and you'll get your dose of what you're after. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's a captive audience. But when WrestleMania season comes around, Now I, now I understand the reference. You know yeah, I, yeah I got the reference. So when WrestleMania comes round, you've gone from having eight to 10,000 people in an arena to 100,000 people yeah. because people want to be part of the spectacle. Yeah. If you've got... I don't know, the fucking... It's time to refresh reunion once a year. Right? Um not that we're a nostalgic act um, <laughs> like um, what what it is it feels special so yeah. you're, you're going to capitalise on a large audience yeah, yeah. and I think when these reunions do come around I've seen stuff in my area that has been a reunion and they've seen fucking hell we've got a few hundred in there like we can mix some on this Yeah. and the next one comes along too soon again and then you the and get half that and then you get half that and then before you know it it's you're like square one again yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, so I think your you, your plan is is pretty good. If you make that uh, fluids once a year, twice a year, whatever, yeah. you could really you could. Although it's not a a, a continuous income as such, it could be a continuous income in the long run. Where yeah, it's like I mean, it's like it's not
0: really about an income. Thing it's anymore.
1: not that. No, oh, no, absolutely it's, not. Uh, but it's it's the relevancy. People yeah. will anticipate the next one. Yeah, yeah. Um, a good a good one I would say is if you don't say BTIDP on the pier um restricted forest these sort of events if you did them fucking four times a year do you think you're going to get the numbers that you get that when they're on once a year No, no, no. you're not so that's that's it once it's special and it feels special you you've you've got that captive audience yeah and it works. absolutely yeah yeah so go on then so i, I remember after the pandemic as, as i say i pulled up in the car at burnley and i seen this flyer for the
0: is it the fluorescent yellow one no, oh, it, was it wasn't. It was a poster.
1: It was black, um, oh, right. yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, the. Yeah. I think it had pink and. Yeah. Least, I'm just going off memory. I could be totally wrong. Uh, pink and purple, maybe yeah. and, and white. Um, and anyways I seen this fly and I thought, right, oh, so they're, they're coming back or whatever. I'd be interested. Yeah, I'm a to, big believer
0: in old school promoting stuff. I mean, I know yeah. all these days it's not done. It's all uh, sponsored ads, boosted posts. Yeah, like yeah. That, Which is fine, but i um, I've got to realise I'm a bit older now, and it, I still like to go out and meet people and talk to people and posters up and say who's on and what's going on and stuff like that and get involved with it um
1: it's so you can gauge from a human level if there's any interest exactly. putting it online you can see clicks but what does clicks mean nothing, you know what i mean absolutely nothing um
0: i, mean, I was driving <coughs> around i think it, we were at it eight weeks um and i, I did all these fluorescent pulses on correct boards they were on hmm. every single lamp post every single traffic light around the entire area um, and i got away with it for quite a while and then the phone calls started coming from the council, and uh, I, I had to take them
1: all down. <laughs> <laughs> I, in fact, um, that being said, I, I'm, I'm sure I have seen one of the, the fluids ones mm. that was up on um, one of the uh, traffic lights. I was oh, yeah. that, that's cool. They were everywhere, mate. Yeah,
0: it's, yeah. Uh, I mean, could, somehow the council knew they rang me for the Pendle Council, because I live in Colm. Yeah. And I've plastered them on Colm, Barrowford, it's all Pendle area. Somehow, they got my mobile number, they knew who I was, they knew my address, and they said all this on the phone before they mentioned the posters. So I believe you've got an event this weekend, um, you've been putting posters on all the traffic lights in the area and stuff. If people
1: want to know something about you, it's very easy to find out. (laughs) Well, absolutely, they knew everything. Um,
0: So they gave me 48 hours to sit them down.
1: Interesting. Which was
0: fine, because that fell after the event.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Class, I like it. Um, but yeah, I was gonna ma- mention to you. You said uh, you're of the old school and um, old school flyer, and go to talk to people and stuff like that. there will be people who went to the original fluids who are the similar age to you, who would maybe see it via yeah. that because they're of that generation where yeah, they yeah, like exactly, yeah. see a flyer or because like even now, do you know when I go into like a, a takeaway?
0: Yeah, I look at the fire. I look, yeah. Well, in the taxi rank, you look who's yeah. on, you look what's going on. Yeah. That's my, that's a billboard to me. You, yeah, you yeah, cable, yeah, right, yeah, So look at that's going on.
1: Yeah, I don't want to know about this plumber who's, who's offering his <laughs> yeah, services. Yeah, yeah. I want to know what the next event is. <laughs> yeah. I remember going into like takeaways and they'd be like, cause I used to take them as well. I used to collect them and they used yeah, to go yeah, on the wall yeah. and that. You yeah, know
0: that, I mean? Dom used to do that, didn't he? He'd put a picture of over his <laughs> wall and it yeah. just covered in fluids posters. <laughs> Where have you got them from? Yeah, um, he's robbed them from somewhere. He used to put them up in the shop on the window and the school kids used to run past and the door would go you'd hear the buzzer yeah. and the kids would run off and whip the poster and run off and I said just just ask for one you could have had one it <laughs> make a difference
1: yeah take. like I, I was uh, Farrell said the other day that speaking of printing uh, he said uh, he got this Sanctuary logo printed I think it was like two metres he says so. oh, it, was, it was significantly big hmm. and he's like why has somebody stole that from the event yeah. like the store it's like Right, there's obviously some mad sanctuary fanatic yeah, out there, yeah. right?
0: Good is, yeah. Right, d- d- who's d-
1: sitting with that in their living room yeah. right now? A big two-meter yeah. sanctuary logo. Yeah. And you're thinking, "Fucking enough I think jobs." Was, <laughs> I
0: was once at a retro uh, at Fusion. Now all my decor used to be kept in the office upstairs or mm. one of the spare offices. I was sitting there having a drink. Next news, I saw this fluid decor just floating across the dance floor. Somebody broke me in and just dancing away with it, all disappeared, they got it out of the club and away it went.
1: Oh, fucking hell, that's terrible. Mm. So, yeah, um, so when you came back and you'd done this, this event um, post-Covid, how, did, how was, it? was it? Did it feel like birthday. old times?
0: I was, div- well, it wasn't as good as what I was expecting. Yeah. Um, it didn't lose money, but in a club that size...
1: Sometimes it can dilute it, can't it? So yeah. you, if, you put, if you put... I mean, if one person goes for a smoke,
0: 100 people go for a smoke at the same time and it changes the entire dynamic of the crowd. Yeah. And it's like, it was a bit weird at times. Yeah. Eventually it got going about 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, but that's like the normal thing now in Burnley. Yeah. The times have changed. It's getting later and later. Yeah. And so in the end, it was okay. Um, just a bit deflated, I think, for the amount of effort that went into
1: it. Yeah. Mm. Understandable. Like there's some venues you can go to, if you put fifty people in their dance floor, it'll look rammed. Yeah, because you put would. fifty people on a dance floor in a big capacity venue, mm. everyone will be saying, on, that was dead. Yeah, and they you know record I mean?
0: it, didn't record. but well, it recorded. Um but it was a brand new uh, Pioneer A9 mixer and apparently you've got to route the market through to the record output.
1: Right, okay. And
0: the guy who put it in didn't do that. So I've got five hours well longer, seven hours recording with no MCs on
1: right it okay sure, yeah. it's
0: dead in the water pointless
1: <laughs> i'm sure you could put something out like maybe yeah. the warm-up and stuff like that Possibly, yeah, yeah. yeah i might
0: upload it
1: anyway and just <coughs> see, <coughs> see how it goes yeah yeah, free, yeah. But there you go well it's mm-hmm. not, a, not a bad idea that yeah. but yeah i think with the mcs what you've got as well it, it it's part of the the culture yeah, the cultures. selling point of the night as yeah, well it's, it's yeah. a massive massive selling point when you think fluids you think of like like uh grimesy and yeah. shock and B and yeah. like, do you know what I mean? They, they're they're like uh, they're just like the, the icing on the cake for yeah, it as well as so. It wouldn't be fluid without the lads. Yeah, it yeah. just
0: wouldn't be. Um, and it, that's been the same since day one as a group collective of lads. You know, it, yeah. it's always been us as a core, um, and I think that's why it kind
1: of worked Excellent. Um, so, what have you got sort of coming up before I ask you some questions? I've got. I've got uh,
0: what have we got coming up uh, this Saturday? I'm at the Royal Dash again. Um, yeah. I love playing there. It is just
1: a decent venue. Um, yeah, you're big into football. Yeah. Right. So i seen. Obviously, it said like Burnley game kicks off or whatever. Um, and I just thought, like, is do you get like the Burnley football crowd in? Yeah. So it? basically, it's near the football club anyway. so yeah.
0: It's, it's the, the place to go before a game. Yeah. um So I played a few weeks ago after the Man City game. And it was insane. So you play outside yeah. off on the terrace, um, and normally it shuts about eleven o'clock. But we're still going at half one in the morning. What's the
1: music policy? I was playing classics. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, class.
0: Yeah, good class. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's about one forty, 140, one forty-five BPM. So all the, the <coughs> locally clublandy stuff. It, it just yeah. yeah.
1: Just I imagine right as as a a Burnley fan that you if they win, if they get a good win in.
0: I don't think it matters man oh no but if, 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 yeah, if it's, it's a, a big good win, win then yeah yeah it's, it's i imagine pop, the it.
1: atmosphere in there will be yeah. if you played clubland stuff in there it'd be absolutely rocking yeah.
0: so um so yeah this saturday i'm there i'm playing before the gigs. it's an eight o'clock kickoff yeah i've seen that so i'm playing five till about quarter to eight right and then i'm going to the match and then I'm coming back and playing afterwards as well so so we could do um i think that's it for this month then next month we're at penny blacks for Gidney's new night Right. With sweet female attitude and Pete early and whatnot.
1: Right. Oh, um, I've seen the flyer for that actually. And yeah, yeah. Then
0: on the same night, I'm over in con uh, A warehouse, brave, like an old school uh, warehouse thing.
1: So. Not bad. Not yeah. bad. What's what's that event? What's it called?
0: Under the Grave, I think it's called. Oh, um, I haven't seen I can't
1: that. the right. oh. um, It's it's all right. It's, it's uh, a good
0: line. It's a really good old school lineup. So I, I haven't seen
1: it advertised. Um, at all, really. Mm. Didn't. Really then well. I
0: think that's it
1: and then there's a little something me and could be working on for mad friday excellent mm. so i'd like to see um this will be out in a couple of weeks time so um if you don't want to get it out um then mm-hmm. it's, it's fine <laughs> as i understand just got a couple of uh, questions from the listeners and what we do basically what we do have you watched the podcast before i have yes oh okay right um just so you know there is no flop of today unfortunately i apologize um because people aren't sending in their requests so sending your requests and then I'll, I'll i'll ask um so we've got uh, questions um would you rather be <laughs> would you rather be chased through a forest by a zombie or a lion and that's our lucky from our lucky stupid question but um, i, I asked them uh, a zombie i think any reason
0: Cause I could probably climb a tree, and a zombie can't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> there's your answer, Alfred. If you're asking, uh, right? This, this is one um, I've been asking everyone, right? In the, the all the years of working in the music industry, what's one pet peeve that you've got? Like, there's bound to be something where you just like. Oh, I, I, I use this example. You're not allowed to use it, by the way, because I use this every time. um, for me, a pet peeve is when you turn up and the equipment's just, just not good. Um, or oh, the monitors. Uh, yeah, not
0: uh, think guy. I haven't to be honest. I mean, maybe an MC that talks over a vocal quite yeah. a lot. Um, okay, that's, to, that's that's a pet peeve. To the point, I'll, I'll flick them off. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Just wait till it's done. Yeah. Does yeah. it's a bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, understandable. <laughs> um, and what's one thing that gives you great satisfaction in the in the music scene? So where you, on, on reverse side, where you turn up and they've got good equipment and they've got a monitor and... and yeah, well, I mean,
0: I, th- I, think, I think I'd think i rather go for crowd reactions, to be honest. Right. That gives me real job satisfaction. Right, You, you play a tune and you, you see people's faces and reactions to it, and then you follow it up with another one and it carries on and it yeah, yeah. creates a state of euphoria, and yeah. it's just a good feeling. Nice,
1: Thanks. nice answer. No-one said that as well, yeah a um, question from the last guest so before we finish today I want to ask you a, right, t- okay. a question for the next who's question who's the last guest um, Rob Kane all right, okay so this is from Rob uh, I said I've got Lewis coming on have you got a question for him he sent me a two-parter so oh, you're going to have right, to answer okay. this one <laughs> he says uh, question is uh, question is two-parter ask Lewis who his um, DJ mentor was which w- Rob's listened to the podcast so mm. there you go you've got a full full section about it at the beginning so Sempy would you say yes, is your mentor yeah yeah Right, and um, ask him when he started and also ask him about how he met Nikki B and his career together and that's from Rob Kane.
0: Okay, that's a good question. Yeah, and yeah I like that one. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I was DJing in the Starkies at the time and I went into town on a Saturday afternoon. Um, and so you had Club 53 upstairs mm-hmm. and downstairs was Sidewalk 53. Mm-hmm. And the DJ from the club used to play in there Saturday afternoons. So I remember going in and said to Pinky, um, I'd love to play in the club mm. and he said well come down tonight I Said, there's no, no wage or anything but you can come play I thought brilliant um, so I went in there played and Nicky B was an MC then and MC Nicky B MC there you Nicky go MC Nicky B and he was there and he worked that night and we worked together and I think ever since then we've been inseparable we've been so such a long long time we did everything together
1: so it was DJ LP and MC Nicky B yeah, Club then, 53
0: yeah and then it went to DJ LP and DJ Nicky B yeah, yeah, gave up the MC and, and, uh, yeah. and to be fair you know, the lads are talented both he's, he's always yeah. been able to
1: do both So right. Yeah. Um, I think I've seen a couple of videos of him MC and stuff like that he's They're very very
0: grainy then probably that no ago. no This or is, is
1: recently <coughs> yeah yeah right okay um when And when I listen to him, he gives off that like Monroe's MC vibe. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. He loves the Monroe's stuff. Yeah. Like uh, so, yeah. So, obviously, you've worked together throughout. You always crossed paths throughout your full career and obviously mm-hmm. friends and stuff like that. Um, and we talked about Mad Friday, you've got doing something together. So, it's good that you. I'll you're... just
0: tell you, it's an evening with LP and Nicky Bates. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There's your answer. <laughs> exclusive this, you there know. There you go. That's I it. I lied to him. It's
1: coming out on Monday instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, so what I you are just gonna, I just gonna journey from when you started up until yeah, that's now?
0: what we're gonna do. So we're, we're in um, hidden nightclub. Um, yeah, it's gonna be I think we're doing a fiver entry all night. Um, nice, it's just gonna be me and the be back to back. Any MCs? No MCs. Okay, just playing the music. We started out what we loved from the beginning and just
1: do a journey of music nice and you know, i've seen nick's been teasing something yeah. but it's just i'll you, just tell you now yeah, get exactly yeah, there the you go <laughs> excellent i think that'd be really good as well yeah something uh, a bit
0: different we d- we wanted to do something again but mm. not full-on bounce you know take it on a journey th- through what we've done and stuff so yeah i think it would be quite good i think it'll work well excellent and we're even digging the turntables out as well so
1: Nice, nice. So them records will be coming off them shelves They yeah? will,
0: absolutely. I'll be dusting them there. <coughs> Excellent. <laughs>
1: Excellent. Um, nice question from Rob as well. Uh, like Fantastic, that. I thought yeah. was good. So next up we're going to do Throwback Attack. So do you know what this is? No. no. So Throwback Attack, I'm going to read you a sentence and you just tell me the first um, song that comes to your head. So... You'll get you'll get what it is when when we get going. It's just first thing. Don't sit and think about it. My
0: memory's bad. Yeah, I (laughs) know. But
1: the whole thing is, I'm giving you situations, so I take you back to 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 certain times. So this is throat back attack with DGLP. Um, What song do you think of when you think back to primary school? (sighs) Jesus Christ, Evo all around. Okay, excellent choice. Excellent choice. Uh, What song do you think of when you think back to secondary school? Binary, Refinery 1999. Class tune again, mm. class tune. What song do you think of when you think, when you think of getting to your first set of decks? Your first set of decks.
0: Wand Happiness.
1: Was that one of the first vinyls you got? Was yeah, it? Yeah. was gifted to, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Um, what song do you think of when you think to your first days of going out?
0: Oh, so this is when I used to go and watch Sempe in a club in town. So it's like the area of like Darude Sandstorm and stuff like okay. that. Okay, yeah, good yeah. answer,
1: good answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what song do you think of when you think back to your golden era?
0: Oh. I'm still gonna say Wand happiness again.
1: Okay, that's <laughs> fine. Right, <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no rules to it. And last one is what song what is your karaoke song?
0: I don't have one. I can't sing. You
1: have to have one. you yeah, you're on you've got a a gun to your head.
0: Oh um, <laughs> I don't know. it's just definitely maybe something
1: like okay. that. Okay, yeah. no problem. That's that's fine. Uh, that, that that's been throwback attack. Uh, just want to say you've been a fantastic guest, mate. Um, Thank you for having I've me. loved some of the stories as well. It's a bit of an insight into what well, what well, bit of everything really. I've I've genuinely enjoyed it. Um, if you've enjoyed it as well, put a comment below just saying what you've enjoyed or, or what you disliked about me. If you thought I've been annoying or if, if you thought he's been boring, <laughs> just let shit. us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you think it's shit, let me know. Just put in, <laughs> shit. Still give it a thumbs up on YouTube, though. Um, people forget to do that and he annoys me. Uh, <laughs> uh, you don't ha- realise how much it helps the algorithm. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going to finish with this, as I asked everyone. You get in the electric chair because... You misprinted the two meter uh, oh, distance right, okay, and size yeah, yeah, and the yeah. government went, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> yeah. This isn't happening!" <laughs> Death penalty is back, just for you, yeah. right? So you're allowed a starter, main, dessert, and then to wash it down a beverage. What are you having?
0: Starter, it be uh, a caprese salad for starter with the mozzarella and tomatoes. No, oh, okay, okay. Main would have to be a large Turkish lamb shish kebab. Nice,
1: <laughs> nice. Dessert with rice
0: with rice
1: yeah, yeah, yeah I've never had it with rice uh-huh. I, l- I like a kebab with rice maybe. I don't know really? why yeah yeah really it's nice, nice oh, okay. I'll try that
0: tonight <laughs> <laughs> washed down with a glass of red and then for pudding I'd have to go sticky toffee of pudding
1: nice no, not a bad choice mm. uh, fantastic choices there maybe not the salad but i will let you off it's alright <laughs> yeah. um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Is it, uh, where can people find you then so what what, what's your socials uh,
0: obviously <clears> you can find me on Facebook me Instagram and stuff Um don't really use much else,
1: I don't think. Mm, you're on SoundCloud as well. Oh yeah, SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah.
0: Follows on yeah. SoundCloud yeah and the fluids
1: on SoundCloud. Yeah, and then you you can come, you can come and uh, go to his night that hasn't been announced yet on Mad Friday, uh, an evening with Nikki B and LP, or you can come to his fluids night once a year uh, yeah. that he, that he's gonna do. Uh, uh, honestly, mate, I, I think it's gonna be really good uh, if you, if if it's done in a way where it is a reunion I think it would be be a fantastic thing to look forward to every year it's been an absolute pleasure having you on mate Um, thank you very much mate excellent Uh, if you've enjoyed this episode then share it with your mates this is what I say every week and I feel like I'm getting on at people if you've enjoyed if you've enjoyed it right why not share it with your mates if you know somebody who's like do you know what I think they'd enjoy this just stick it in the WhatsApp group and just say, listen to this, this is fucking shit. Um, (laughs) But yeah, and if you've really enjoyed it and you want to become a Patreon uh, where you get early access and you also get bonus content, so like our Halloween special will be going on Patreon, our Christmas special, Will be public, but we'll do some bonus stuff for Christmas as well, um, and we'll do some other little specials that we have got uh, lined up. Uh, you can sign up at Patreon at Patreon.com forward slash It's Time to Refresh. It's three pounds a month. It just supports the production of all this. Um, goes towards fuel of gone Absolute, places yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I mean, if this was a business, mate, we'd be filing for bankruptcy. All right? Okay. We- <laughs> <laughs> for what for what it costs in fuel nowadays, and obviously imagine, the yeah. production, editing time, and everything yeah. like that. It's, it's yeah. It's a big. It's a big. Um, it's a big loss to make back. So th- mm. we, we we do make something back, but it's not a, a great deal. Uh, I'm not. It's not a beggy thing to do. This. You can sign up if you want to. If you just want to fucking do what everyone else does, uh, one one of your mates sign up and then you just share it in the WhatsApp group, so it's out leaked anyways. So yeah, just do that. Yeah, yeah. At least I've got one more Patreon than. <laughs> I'll have I like 63 instead of 62, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But yeah, nice one having you on, mate. It's no been, a it's been a pleasure. been pleasure, thank you. See you again next week.